This is Speaking Volumes. I'm Josh Rollerson. Pittsburgh City Paper editor Chris Potter didn't get on the Chuck Palahniuk bandwagon right away, but he recently picked up Palahniuk's novel Lullaby and says he found it engrossing. It, it kind of touches on a lot of ideas that I'm very much interested in these days, and sort of humans as as a kind of planetary scourge. Um, <laughs> it's sort of an upbeat topic here. It's it just sort of this idea too that we don't even we're not really fully present even to ourselves. I mean, right. the book is essentially about the power of this culling poem, which is able to kill people when recited, and about sort of this power of magic generally. And there's this you know very explicit connection between these sort of magical spells and their ability to make us do things that we're not mm-hmm. even necessarily sure we want to do, and the power of sort of our mass culture. Um, another writer I'm reading in the same kind of vein is George Saunders, um, Civil War Land and Bad Decline. Saunders interests me because he's somebody who's trying to work through what I think is one of the sort of more interesting conundrums for writers today, which is how do you sort of confer dignity upon your subjects in a culture that's so frivolous in a lot of ways that it's really kind of hard to do that. And, and he's sort of doing that through humor and through a sort of skewed look at, at his characters. But in a way, there's an essential humanity and essential dignity that comes through in most of those stories. And as somebody who grew up in Pittsburgh, you know, when there were the mills or whatever, whatever you want to say about that work and about, um, you know, the environmental uh, consequences of it, there was something – it was epic, right? It was epic. And you think now, you know, somebody's out there – you know, sewing together teddy bears on an assembly line or whatever. How do we sort of find a way to talk about that stuff, to talk about human work in a way that's still consequential? Well, let's talk Pittsburgh since you're, sure. you're kind of a local historian. Yeah, you know, I, I would say the, the most recent book I read actually I, I reread, which is Striking Steel, is a sort of interesting hybrid, a sort of combination memoir and uh, kind of apology for steel industry unionism. It's written by Jack Metzger, who uh, grew up in Johnstown. Um, and, and it's partly a father-son story. His father was sort of a mid-level, like a, a steward in, in, in his shop. And it's about kind of celebrating it and sort of recapturing the accomplishment of, of trade unions. And it focuses specifically on the 1959 steel strike, which is largely forgotten today, but at the time basically idled 1% of the American workforce, like the entire U.S. workforce, and, you know, Metzger talks about how that strike really was both the, the capstone of, of unionism and then also in some ways the, the, the apex of it. And so everything was kind of downhill from there. But it's a lot about, again, sort of this need for worker dignity and what his father struggled for. And then, too, it's also about how we – why and how we've sort of forgotten what that was about. Mm-hmm. And you're a dad. You've been telling me you've been spending a lot of time reading with, the, with your son, right? Yeah, yeah. My son, Cormac, who's also named for a writer. We're, we're trying to raise him to be sort of a literary child. He's two years old, so the jury's still out on how all that's working. You know, we, we, we read a lot. And the, the problem for me is the books are fairly, you know, simple. It's Curious George. It's, you know, Make Way for Ducklings. It's Cat in the Hat. But I, you know, I, I was an English major, fed a steady diet of French post-structuralism in college. So, it's hard for me to turn that off. You know, you'll be reading Make Way for Ducklings. And, you know, to me, I'm thinking, wow, this book is really about how humans are nature at this point. And, you know, we can engage in intervention, <laughs> right. but but still it's a wholly artificial environment. And this is sort of this post-natural world. And it's the, the ducks that adapt to us are the ones who will survive. Because, you know, my kid thinks it's a story about Mr. and Mrs. Mallard, you know, <laughs> and, their, and their adventures in Boston. And he's right. You know, <laughs> like, I think I'm wrong. Well, I always thought the Curious George books had a lot to say about race and colonialism. And it, I mean, that was... <laughs> That was shocking because I don't think I ever read Curious George. I mean, I have no recollections of it. And we got a copy of it, again, at a used bookstore for like three bucks. And Right, the guy with the yellow hat just shows up and he's like, that looks like a nice monkey. I think and he's I'll a terrible parent, right? Yeah, he's <laughs> the other thing. Okay, you know, I'll see you around, George. And, and, then, and then what happens to George? He gets left alone. He dials the telephone. He gets the fire department by accident. And he gets thrown <laughs> in jail. 
Like with no due process. Yeah. But like, you know, he gets out of it and everything works out in yeah. the end. And that's the through line of those books to right. like the series that's on PBS now is like he figures it out for himself. Which is kind of good. Emersonian, right? Right, right, right. And I guess, you know, I guess that's the whole point of these books. And, and you know, I, I think, too, in some ways, I think books should be a little dark, right? Because mm. when they get out in the world, it's going to club them over the head sometimes. And I, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad lesson to start kind of suggesting in a, in a quiet sort of way. Well, Chris, thanks for coming by today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Chris Potter is editor of the Pittsburgh City Paper. Let us know what's on your bookshelf by email to speakingvolumes at wesa.fm or via Twitter at Booksburg. And you'll find the podcast on iTunes and on our website. Speaking Volumes on 90.5 WESA is supported by Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh, dedicated to engaging our region in literacy and learning. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.